The college basketball experience, Baylor Bears 2022-23 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. Hey, this is John Sally, and you listen to SGPN. Let it ride. Episode. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. <laughs> Man, you want to talk about an interesting team? I, I feel like we have a lot to talk about here with the Baylor Bears as uh, Scott Drew enters. I what is it? I believe year twenty. If my math is correct, year twenty. Um, I am joined by. Look, you're gonna hear this guy a lot on the on the uh, the college basketball experience as the season you know begins, but November seventh, right around the corner. So subscribe, tell a friend. Um, to the college basketball experience. And remember we're on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, but you're going to hear this guy a lot. He is the, one of the hosts of the NFL gambling podcast. Give it up for uh, my guy, Ryan McIntyre. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Colby fired up to talk the best basketball league of the land, the big 12. Yeah, it is the best conference. Uh, there's no arguing that of late and one of the big reasons why they're the best conference is it's easy to see a tide turn. Uh, I mean, Scott drew is turning Baylor into a blue blood. I was asking my brother this last year and uh, Patty C we were just talking about this saying, man, growing up Baylor was uh, you know, back in the nineties, they only had what zero NCAA tournament appearances in the nineties in the eighties. They only had one, right? I mean, just to give you an idea, folks, so Scott Drew takes over for Dave Bliss after that that character who tried to what like pen a murder charge or so I forget like to make the this murder out to be like a drug related thing I don't I don't remember but I remember it just being a complete disaster and and the guy being a complete asshole but Scott Drew took over and year one eight and twenty one year two nine and nineteen year three four and thirteen year four five and sixteen first four seasons losing seasons. If you want evidence on, you know, giving your coaches a long leash, look at that right there. Eight, nine, four, 15, and all four uh, seasons, losing seasons. Uh, thankfully they gave him a fifth year because he took them to the NCAA tournament in 2007 for the first time in uh, uh, 20 years. And then since then they have gone to the NCAA tournament. Uh, what? 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten times, including a national championship just two years ago. Oh man, what do you make of what Scott Drew is doing there? He's got that thing rolling. I mean, in the year that was canceled due to COVID, they might have gone back to back, honestly. Yeah. I mean, they brought back that whole team with Butler, Mitchell, Teague, Vital. I mean, that team was a juggernaut. And then they just reload. It's turned into guard you at Baylor now. Yeah, it really, I mean, and I mean, if you want to look back towards last season, what was it? Kendall Brown wasn't the it wasn't he injured for the year at one point? I thought uh uh, or, or maybe just, I don't, maybe he played, but got injured. I, I don't recall, but I, I do know they had some injuries last year that I thought plagued them or they might've had another deep run again. Um, actually I think Brown did play. He did play last year. Who am I thinking of? They, they lost somebody for the season last year before the season started. I'm drawing JTT. A, what's that. It was big John, big John. T- I, I never can pronounce his last name. Titanachua. He got, he got injured in the middle of the year, I think it was a Texas game. He went down with the freak injury, but Cryer and Flagler were banged up throughout league play as well. Yeah, and I also believe Langston Love tore his ACL before the season. Yes, that's a four-star guard out of uh, Universal City, Texas. That's that's what I was. That's my memory pulling up there. Sorry, it's still football season as I tune in. Remember, folks, subscribe to the College Football Experience as well. Langston Love out for the year before the season started, and then you're right, the big man. The big man, uh, who we we always have a hard time pronouncing p- pronouncing his name. Uh, he was out. He he got out for the year. What I feel like right or late in Big Big Twelve play, maybe. Does that sound accurate? Yeah, I. It was. I think it was early February, and then they went on a little bit of skid there at the end, just with depth issues. But I think they overachieved honestly last year. I mean, you lose two NBA guards and Mitchell and Butler, and even. I know he's somewhere in the league now. I mean, they just reloaded with uh, Akinju, Flagler, and Cryer now, and they still have, they got two of those guys back again this year. So I mean, Baylor will be right in the thick of things once again. Big Twelve. Yeah, and Jonathan Tramwa Chwacha, that's who we're referring to the <laughs> yeah. uh, the six eight uh, junior. Now he's back. He's back, I believe. Yeah. So I mean, this mm-hmm. this this roster. Uh, you know, we're going to dive into it here, but uh, I mean, I, I just think the question that I, that I was getting to, I guess, with my original uh, statement that I made coming into this was, are they a blue blood officially? Where, where would you call? It's almost like the Gonzaga question. Gonzaga hasn't even won a natty. And are we, where do you draw the line on blue bloods? Obviously we know Duke, Carolina, Kentucky, Kansas, UCLA. Okay. Five blue bloods. Maybe you throw Arizona or Yukon in there. Villanova. What, what, where do you put Baylor in the mix there? Are they officially a blue th- blood? Have they done it long enough? I don't think just yet. I, I got them in that Villanova class okay. where they're right on the fringe of getting into that blue blood. But I mean, they're, they're pretty damn good though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, going back to last season too, 27 and seven, 14 and four in the best conference in all the land, the big 12. Uh, just 17 and 16 ATS though for us gamblers. Just, it's just still still a winning team, 52. percent If you're a Baylor fan, you can't and you're betting every night. You came out okay, came out okay. Uh, but I mean the numbers are are pretty amazing considering they were coming off of a national championship and losing a lot of production. 
eighth in the nation in adjusted offense, 13th in adjusted defense, 131st in the nation at shooting the three. And this one is unbelievable here. Seventh in the nation at offensive rebounding. Now, defensive rebounding, that was an issue, 212th. Uh, free throw shooting as well, a bit of an issue on last year's team, uh, 245th in the nation. Uh, pace, they were 163rd. Turnover rate, they were, they, they, they took decent care of the ball at 138th in all the land. Remember, there's 360 teams just about. Um, but overall, Scott Drew, I mean, this is a guy who's what? 399 and 222 and 90. Dude, I almost forget that it's almost been 20 years. Like if, like if you were to ask, a, I feel like a random college basketball fan or someone, even myself, I would have said, ah, 14, 13, something like that. 20 years just to write right around the corner. What do you make a drew obviously relation to Bryce drew? And then his dad was a coach. Uh, what do you make of him? He's also 81 and 13 in his last three years at Baylor. So, I mean, that, that is blue blood uh, worthy right there. I Scott Cruz, he's one of the best coaches in the country. The way that he's transformed that program over the 20 years. I mean, he couldn't even fill out a roster his first year at Baylor and what he's done with it, taking him to, I think what his first elite eight was 2010. I think they just kept building and building and building. And they finally knocked down that door in 2021. And like I said, they could have won it in 2020 as well with the same team. Yeah, that's the year that COVID, you know, botched the COVID canceled the whole uh, NCAA tournament uh, as they were in the top five. Uh, wow. Well, uh, let's hop into it. But before we hop into it, folks, I want to tell you that uh, the college basketball experience is brought to you by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/w-y-n-n-b-e-t to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by promoguide.us. Yeah, promoguide.us is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategy. And I got to say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates, and they are some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply tell you, you know, what team is probable to win, but more like where you'll get the best ads, how to track down in and uh, cash in big on, on constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical models to uh, help you with your picks, you're missing out on a uh, really insanely valuable tool, go to promoguide.us and check out their hundred percent track, transparent and proven method for betting smarter. So make sure you check out promoguide.us. All right. Looking at this team here, looking at uh, looking at what is lost. It seems like he's got his work cut out for him again, in my opinion, uh, because you look and say James Akinyo, who I know because I mean I know we grew up in the D.C. area. I remember him watching mm-hmm. him at Georgetown. He went from Georgetown, then he went to Arizona, then then Sean Miller's gone at Arizona, so he bounces over to Baylor. Um, he's gone. He was really good. Fourteen points, five assists, three boards a season ago. And then uh, I was surprised for this one, Matthew Meyer or Mayer. I always I feel like they say Meyer a lot on TV. Uh, he transferred to Illinois. And that was a bit surprising because he had been a key player on their national championship team. Uh, played pretty solid last year too. Ten points, five boards, shot thirty-two percent from three. Uh, then Kendall Brown, who just was a one and done there in Waco, the six-eight forward, ten points, five boards a season ago. And then six-nine uh, forward Jeremy. Uh, so- uh, I've, how do I pronounce that again? Saushin. Saushin is it? Um, so, so can, yeah. Is that so can I, I can't recall, yeah. I'm still dude. I'm in football gear. I got to get into to <laughs> basketball mode here. I'm like, 
wait, I know this motherfucker. How do I pronounce his name? Uh, anyway, He's got crazy hair. Yeah. I remember, I remember his, 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 his yellow ass hair, right? He died at, uh, <laughs> he died at the, you know, Baylor colors, I believe. Um, but yep. losing those four guys, that's, that's a lot to lose. Yes. And like you said, they, I mean, they lose two pros in the first round with Brown and SoCan, and then a Kinju as well, a guy that we didn't uh, name off there. And I think he might be the most valuable piece that they lost was the associate head coach, Jerome Tang, who just to took K-State, the head job right? at K state. And you look at Scott Drew's guys over the years, it's mills at oral Roberts, McCasland at North Texas. Those guys are lined up to get high major power five jobs here in the next couple of years, pulling multiple NCAA tournament upsets. So they're going to miss Jerome Tang, but it, it'll be next man up. Like it always is at Baylor. I think. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I mean, I, I well, North Texas, one of my favorite teams to watch uh, over the past couple of yeah. years. And I know obviously Oral Roberts with that crazy sweet 16 run where they almost knocked off uh well, they did knock off what Ohio state and Florida and almost knocked off. I forget who they did, who they had in the Arkansas. sweet 16. Oh yeah. Arkansas. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about what is incoming here because Look, I know you were the video coordinator. You were close, very close. You were involved with the West Virginia Mountaineers basketball program uh, just a season ago, and now you know uh, you see Jalen Bridges, who pretty damn good player at West Virginia. I know the stats. I, I I almost feel like the stats don't even tell the true tale of how good he is. Eight points, five boards, shot thirty three percent from three. How shocked were you to see him transfer to Baylor w- within conference, which is just oof. And then, uh, uh, wh- what's your overall evaluation of Bridges? I like Jalen as a player. When I saw that he transferred to Baylor, my first reaction was interesting, kind of like every kid that transfers now, like when Sheboy transfers from West Virginia to Kentucky. Uh, but it, I mean, you, you've almost become numb to it now. It's 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 a different era, I guess, with the NIL and portal. I know uh, they call us throwback guys. I, I guess that's the correct terminology. And I, I'm a hugs guy for the audience. So, but I mean, I think I think I think JB is going to be a great fit at Baylor because when his his freshman year, he was really good with really good guards. You look at McBride, Sherman, McNeil, and he was good just fitting in like. You didn't have to run a play for him, and he just got a lot of stuff done. And I think it's a similar situation with uh, Cryer and Flagler with the experience at Baylor. I think he he'll have a big year at Baylor. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was a pretty pretty key get. I, I kind of hate to see transfers happen within conference, but uh, I hate it too. I'm with yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a great get regardless. I mean, for your team, if you're if you're yeah. Scott Drew, you're going to answer that phone call and be like, yeah, sure, sure. Um. They also brought in Caleb Caleb uh, Lawner from uh, BYU. Uh, that's a guy that seven point six boards there with uh, Mark Pope's bunch. Then they bring in one of the top JUCOs, what uh, uh, Dantuan Grimes from uh, mm-hmm. Kilgore JUCO. Then uh, obviously the the number seven recruit in the nation in Keontae George out of Texas. Um, Staying home, go, you know, in Waco, it's going to be interesting to watch how good he will be in his freshman uh, campaign. Uh, then they they pulled the Hakeem Olajuwon route, right? Went out to Nigeria and brought in the number uh, 154 recruit in the nation, six ten, Joshua. Here we go again, man. Ajinawanu. 
<laughs> uh, hey, look, you I, know we call we call him JTT of Morgantown. <laughs> We're not trying that name. <laughs> uh, but either way, two top 100 recruits coming in there, and then getting uh, the two transfers and the JUCO transfer. So I guess three transfers. Uh, they're reloaded. They're reloaded. And when you do the math on the starting five, which we'll do in a second here, but what do you make of those five incoming uh, players? Bridge is probably the, the the key one, but you can make a case that Keontae George might be that guy as well. Yeah, I would imagine that they're going to try and fill George in in that Akinjo role, the third guard. It, it seems like they've had such success uh, bringing these guys from transfers, transfer from the transfer portal, and having them sit out a year and just being the next man up uh, at Baylor. Bridges, I, I would see him in the Meyer role. Uh, yeah. I call, I've always called Meyer shaggy because of his hair. So uh, I, he, he'll fill in the shaggy role and <laughs> I, I think he'll just be in, instant offense with uh, those good guards. And then, um, but then I, I like their size back too with JTT and flow. I mean, those guys have experience. They've been on a national championship team and they won a lot of games. I mean, you can't, you can't put a price on that experience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's why this, if you go and try to project this starting five, I mean, uh, and by the way, Matthew, Matthew Meyer uh, being shaggy, shaggy meets Joe dirt, shaggy meets Joe dirt. All right. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, we look at this projected starting five and Flagler, you got crier back. You got George, the freshman who's supposed to be a stud uh, and then bridges Thamba. We, we talked, we, we talked about, you know, obviously the BYU transfer lawner will be on the bench. Um, but could be a key player on that bench. It'll be interesting to see the Juco transfer Grimes and see if he gets any burn. Uh, you know, they, that's what impressed me about the Baylor team that won the national championship. They were incredibly deep and you look once again, and I don't know when uh, Chwamba Chwachu comes back. Cause I know he was, he, I feel like that injury and I probably should have done my homework on when exactly that injury happened. So I apologize to the audience, but I know he's, he's not, He's not. He didn't. He didn't transfer. I believe. So he's there. It's just when will he come back? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's there. Yeah, they're gonna have a deep team again. And uh, I mean, the sky is the limit here. The question is, is can they survive? You know, Big Twelve play again and and not get injured this year. You know, unlike last year where they did have multiple injuries. Um, we're gonna take a look at the schedule and project kind of what we think Baylor will do in 2022-23. But before we do that, I want to tell you that the college basketball experience is brought to you by No House Advantage. No House Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. You can play in pick'em contests versus other people for a shot at winning 250k in cash. Wow! Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, earn points for corrected picks, and climb up the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every single day. Sign up now with the promo code SGPN at NoHouseAdvantage.com or download the app to get a uh, first deposit match up to $25. We're also brought to you by Babbel. If you're a bozo like me and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school. Yeah. I even took the classes and I still didn't learn them. Uh, it's never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized uh, language lessons. You could finally cross off uh, learning a new language off that bucket list. And what's great about Babbel is they have 10 minute lesson plans uh, for someone like me, where you don't, I, I feel like the longer the lesson plan, the more, the more confused I'm going to be, especially with learning a new language. 
I love that about that. You could just be in the car, just plug that thing in, boom, Bluetooth, whatever. Um, uh, it is, and look, other language learning apps use artificial intelligence for their lesson plans, but Babel lessons were created by over 150 different language experts uh, and voiced by real native speakers, not computers. So you can take your Skynet, get and and shove it up your ass, essentially, right? And uh, look, check out Babel. You can learn. Uh, you can choose up to 14 different languages, Spanish, French, Italian, German. Uh, so right now uh, you got to check it out. Start your new language journey today with Babbel. Get 55% off your first subscription. When you go to babbel.com slash SGP, that's B A B B E L.com slash SGP for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, a language for life. Uh, we're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promo codes from sports book to sports book to assure that you get the best deal possible. So go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. All right. And then what's great about previewing these teams later into September now is I got a full schedule here. Let's have some fun. I mean, they open up the season November mm-hmm. 7th little regional battle against Norfolk state, catch the sarcasm. Uh, they, they'll be, they'll be one to know there. Um, I'm so out the gate. They get Norfolk state and Northern Colorado. Northern Colorado is actually not bad. If you guys get a chance to watch, I mean, I'm not going to call for them to give Baylor a game. I'm just saying they're a pretty good team. They're a pretty good team there in the big sky. Uh, but the, the big one is game three. And I think you and me will probably be covering this game. And also uh, I'm sure sh- sharing some text saying, Oh man, I-, I wish it was a home and home. I wish it was in Waco or Charlottesville, but this is in Vegas. You know me. I like the home environments, uh, but the Virginia Cavaliers and Tony Bennett, I mean, this game's awesome. Contrast in styles, a hundred percent. What do you make of this matchup and who gun to your head? Will will Baylor be too experienced? I mean, both teams are super experienced to tell you the truth. This game's awesome. And on the other side of the bracket, you have UCLA and Illinois. Yes, yes. So, so I mean that that's a hell of a doubleheader in Vegas. You could have a potential Baylor Illinois matchup where Myers got to go back up against Baylor. That's true. Wow, wouldn't that be? Yeah. But gosh, I wish that was at home because he'd be hearing the booze. Yeah. Um, either way, it's still a great game though. And I'm sure we're going to be watching yep. every minute of it. Gun to your head right there. You think uh, Baylor will be favored in that one? I think by two and a half, I yeah. think, I think it's a, it's a, it's a one possession game either way. I'll go, I'll go with the big 12 when in doubt, go big 12. There you go. Uh, yeah. So, you know, for, for a good season there, I, they at least got to go one and one, I think would be their hopes. If you're a Baylor fan, at least go one and one in that Vegas tournament. What are they calling that? The continental tire tournament or the main event. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, after that, you come back home and McNeese comes to town. That should be an easy win. And then interesting matchup. You had a big 12 big East challenge going on. They head up to Mar uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin to take on Marquette. Um, Shaka smart, I think is kind of, I think this year might actually be harder for him than his first year. And he, you know, overachieved in his mm-hmm. first year. I don't think they're good. They could win that game. Even with it being in Milwaukee, I got Baylor rolling there yourself. Yeah. And Baylor always had Shaka's number when he was in the big 12 at Texas. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Uh, then, I mean, there's so many, 
there's so many big games. It, it's a great year to be a Baylor fan at a, out of conference, knowing Virginia and then whoever you, you get in the next, uh, the next matchup in that Vegas matchup. But then you get the Marquette game in Milwaukee and then Sioux falls, South Dakota. Once again, I wish it was Waco, but at the, uh, the Pentagon there, the Gonzaga Bulldogs come to town. Is this, you can make a case. This is the best out of conference matchup we have all year. You could make an argument there. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it's a rematch of the national championship two years ago where Baylor knocked off Gonzaga to prevent them from the undefeated season. And they wanted the the funny thing is when I was with West Virginia at the time, we were in where were we? we were in Indy in the same bubble. We played Gonzaga and the Jimmy V while Baylor was playing Illinois and Baylor was supposed to play Gonzaga a couple days later, but it got canceled because that was a crazy COVID year where or yeah. the second year where I remember that being white. So it, uh, yeah, no. And then they finally met up in the national championship. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, that's a tough game. That's a really tough game. I mean, between that yeah. Virginia and potentially playing either UCLA or Illinois uh, and at Marquette, you have like four really tough opponents. Um, then we get you come back home to to Waco uh, to take on Tarleton. Hey, Tarleton's not bad. Billy Gillespie, former former A uh, and M coach there. Uh, that's a tricky one because it's what it's the, the if you have that huge win against Gonzaga, you come home and you could be flat taking on a decent Tarleton squad. Then another neutral site game in the in the Pac twelve coast to coast challenge as uh well neut- somewhat neutral Dallas Texas, uh the Washington State Cougars Kyle Young squad. Uh, I'm sorry, Kyle Smith squad comes into uh, comes into Dallas, and uh, that should be an interesting matchup there. As uh, I, I, Washington State's been a weird team to me. They've been a winning team lately, but they haven't been able to get over the hump. They still are a solid team though, so you got to take them serious. Uh, but I expect Baylor to roll there. Yourself? Yeah, tough spot for the Cougs going down to uh, Texas to play Baylor. I, I'm going Baylor in that that one as well. Yeah, and then uh, December twentieth, you're hosting Northwestern State. That should be easy there. Then after Christmas, you get uh, Nichols, and then uh, New Year's Eve. This one should be mm. very interesting. You got the Big Twelve opener. Iowa State comes into the Hilton Coliseum. I'm sorry, Baylor comes into the Hilton Coliseum in Ames. This place will be fucking lit for this one. Um, I'm still going Baylor. You? If Baylor's undefeated, I'll go Iowa State at the time. The, like you said, that place is going to be lit. Hilton Coliseum's nuts. Yeah. Uh, so let me ask you this question then. Let's. I, I I said the Iowa State game, even though I know that's the first game in Big Twelve play. At that point, that's the end of 2022. As we jump into 2023, mm-hmm. what should a Baylor fan be happy with for November and December, and what would be disappointing? Like record wise, I mean, I see. Uh, let's count these games here. I got what, and I'm sorry, they open with with Mississippi Valley State, not Norfolk State. My, correction there, uh, but wait, one, two, three, four, five, uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and thirteen. So thirteen games into it before the new year hits, and what what would be a a a disappointing year? For Baylor fans, thirteen games in, I'd say three losses. But I, I think 
I'm sure you feel the same way. I think they will be 12 and one, maybe even 13 and oh, I, this program is just, they're, they're, they're not Kansas, but they're, they're getting close to Kansas in terms of expectations. Every time they play, they expect to win. I got them losing one game by then. And I, I can totally yeah. see if they're undefeated losing at Hilton Coliseum. However, uh, a disappointing one, I think, would be if if they if they go zero for two in Vegas, I yeah. think that would be a little disappointing. Uh, and then the, grab a third loss somewhere. Yes, you would still have a, a key win somewhere, but um, I th- I think that would be the thing is like if you go zero and two in Vegas and then drop another game elsewhere, um, like Gonzaga. T- yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, even though it's Gonzaga and and yeah. you know it is what it is, but. Uh, I want to look at the other part of the schedule um, and then we're going to kind of project where they will fall within the big 12. But before I do that, I want to tell you that we're brought to you by the Elias game plan app. Yes. Uh, did you know that the best day of the week is actually Monday and Thursday and Sunday because it's NFL season. Remember Ryan here hosts the NFL gambling podcast as well. So go check that out. Cowboy fans or Texan fans or whatever, whatever your team is. Uh, but look, it's, it's, Elias game plans, favorite time of year, because that's what they do. They cover the NFL and whether you're into fantasy leagues, betting on your team, or just talking highlights around the water cooler at work, the NFL season got a lot better. Thanks to the, to the, uh, the sweet old Elias game plan app, the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, NBA and MLB. And if you're wondering what the hell is Elias game plan? Oh, only the most trusted name in sports stats. Yes. The Elias sports bureau, the official statisticians of us pro sports leagues. Um, folks, you got to check this out. I mean, this app's got league validated team and player news and stats. I got head to head comparisons ahead of their matchups along with uh, key, uh, uh, you know, key insight for all the games they have. Uh, you can even like preview the games weeks ahead of time. If you're curious about, Oh, what's this week? 17 matchup. You know, most places won't give you that until that week drops. This has got everything there for you. You got to check it out. Elevate your NFL season day and download the Elias game plan app. That's E L I A S. And right now I have a special offer for when you subscribe, get 15% off your annual subscription, but only if you use the promo code SGPN 15, once again, find the Elias game plan, uh, betting app in the app store, or Google play store, and use that promo code SGPN 15. We're also brought to you by Fubo TV. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL red zone plus games in 4k at no extra charge. There's over a hundred channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Look, there's no contract. There's no commitment. You can cancel at any time. They got cloud-based DVR built into it right now. You can uh, try Fubo TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to fubotv.com slash SGP. That's F U B O TV.com slash SGP. All right. We are back talking Baylor bears. Always one of the best teams to watch, at least in the past decade, I would say uh, in college hoops. I love watching this team play and it's the way they play too. Scott drew has got them playing unselfish ball. It's just a beautiful, beautiful game to watch. In my opinion, uh, to watch a, a Baylor bears basketball game over the past five years, I, I would say one of my favorite watches you can do. So we keyed in on the first big 12 opener and I'm not going to go through every single game on this schedule, but I'm curious if you see a, you know, the big 12 is a gauntlet. We know that it's the best conference in basketball over the past few years. And it, what do you think the toughest three game stretches where you're sitting there saying, Ooh, man, I don't know how, you know, that could be get tricky for them. Is it perhaps, you know, Mark Adams seems to have Texas tech going. So they do have a three game stretch of 
you know, going to Lubbock, taking on Texas tech, then, you know, Porter Moser and Oklahoma year two, they should be better. They go to Norman. Then they, they host Kansas. Is it that, or you could make a case, you know, they, they still get the big 12 sec challenge on January 28th, where they get the Razorbacks. Where do you think that? I mean, this whole schedule, you could just say anywhere, right? <laughs> the, the whole big 12 schedule. You're just like, Oh my God, every game is huge. You know, like uh, I kind of think it's the, the, the gap that I told you maybe you could switch it and say oh, home to Kansas and Waco, then home to Arkansas and then home uh, and then at Texas. But I kind of think it's the, the, it, you know, going to Lubbock that place is bananas these days. Uh, uh-uh. so, 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 so go into Lubbock, I think, and then followed by a trip to Norman and then the home game against Kansas. I think that's the hardest three game stretch. How about yourself? Yeah, it, and then you get the SEC challenge right after it against Arkansas, Brutal. and I then mean, Texas you, after that. Yeah, <laughs> and then you got Texas Tech again. <laughs> Welcome to the Big Twelve, where there's <laughs> literally no night off. I mean, to put it in perspective, last year West Virginia finishes last in the Big Twelve, and Hugs gets inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. That's how good this league yeah, is. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. We got a Hall of Favor in last place. That's how good this league. This league is stupid. Yeah, I mean, and I actually think in some situations, like, you know, I know people pose the question come March, like, you know, how many teams should get in? I mean, I would have been okay with them putting the whole league in last year. I really would have, like, because if you're trying to do yeah. the 68 best teams, you know, like, you can't tell me that 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 the 10 uh, 10 teams residing in the Big 12, and I know we got all this change coming next year in the Big 12, but I would have been like, yeah, okay. Makes sense to me. You know, uh, I, what's that? I, I'm with you hundred percent. I'm with you hundred percent. I, I said, even though we didn't make the tournament last year and we finished last, I was like, we're just as good as Iowa state. And they went to the sweet 16. I said, you put us in the tournament. We could win a game or two. Yeah. Everybody in that league, you saw what TCU did take, taking Arizona to the brink in uh round of 32. And then everybody else, I mean, the league's unbelievable. Yeah, and TCU's I think only going to be better this year. Uh Yeah. Well, what should Baylor fans be happy with seeding-wise? I mean, they look at this roster, they got to think one seed, right? Maybe two. They yeah. shouldn't, you know, one or two again. Okay. Let me let, let let's try to give them. I know it's tough uh forecasting injuries can happen, you know, things change as the season goes along. Um I'm trying to forecast how we think the Big 12 will shake out. Because Baylor fans will probably want to know if they're listening to this saying, well, are we capable of winning a Big 12 championship? And I think that's an easy answer, yes. But what yes. is our projected order as as people that have handicapped and folks, if you don't if you have never listened to the college basketball experience, uh we handicap every single game and and uh in in all of college basketball, we've been doing that for over 5 years and when the season tips, I will be live and and Ryan will be on a lot of these shows. Uh, every single night of the college basketball season, you will hear, you will hear from me handicapping games and talking about the best matchups and, and what, you know, not only just like handicapping from a gambling point of view, but also like just my favorite matchups. And, and, you know, I'm a college basketball nut, just like Ryan is where we just love it. We, we love the sport genuinely. And uh, uh, so <laughs> where do we, where do we put Kansas one Baylor one. Is it, uh, are we put in Texas tech in that mix? Are we gun to your head right now? I know you're a WVU guy too. So, I mean, this might be a tough question. 
give me your 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 pecking order, your top three Big Twelve. You got to go Kansas. As much as I hate to say it, and I hate Kansas, but I mean they're the national champions. And before that, Baylor was the national champion. So that that's your one two, in my opinion, until further notice. I think the sleeper team is TCU, which we touched on, uh, bringing all these guys back from that round of thirty two team. And then I think Texas is going to be really good in year two with Chris Beard. And I know uh, Lubbock and Lubbock with uh, Mark Adams, they got some injuries early, but I, they're going to be right there as well. And I, and honestly, to be a little bit of a homer, I think the Mountaineers will sneak up and be kind of the Iowa state of last year in the big 12. Well, and Iowa state, I thought did a decent job in the portal too. So, I mean, it's conference and what do you got? Porter Moser year two. I mean, the whole conference is loaded. Uh, yeah, I tend to think I'm going to go Baylor wins the big 12 Kansas in second because I'm riding Kansas heavy in football. All right. Uh, yeah. Baylor, Baylor wins the big, the big 12 regular season championship. Kansas finishes in second place, third place. I'm going to go with, uh, that's the heart third place. I will I'll go, go Texas third. Okay. I will go. Yeah. It's tough. Uh, third, third. <laughs> I'll go TCU. TCU upset. Upsets. Uh, they got a, some crazy tiebreaker, and they get the third spot in the in the Big Twelve uh, tournament. There, uh, it's going to be a great season. I cannot wait for hoops in Waco, uh, folks. Do yourself a favor. Subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. Tell a friend. Also, subscribe to the College Football Experience. I, I, I like I said. I, I feel like I wasn't as sharp on this episode because I'm still in college football mode. And uh, we we talk college football year round over there. We talk college basketball year round over here. And and look, college baseball experience too. So check out that as well. But we all come together on on YouTube as one. So YouTube.com/slash the college experience. Subscribe. Tell a friend. And uh, yeah, I can't. Dave Aranda is one of the greatest coaches I think in college football right now. So it's going to be interesting to see if Baylor can win the Big Twelve uh, in football as well. They were my preseason favorite. Just so you know, folks out there. All right, uh, folks, subscribe. Everyone, give give Ryan a follow uh, on Twitter at uh, at moneyline underscore Mac, and he's going to be a big part of the college basketball experience coming up. And uh, you can bank on that. And check out his uh, his other work. You know, NFL Gambling Podcast. Is there, you know, who doesn't like the NFL? All these games are fantastic. It's unpredictable as ever. I would say thus far, first couple weeks into the season. So. Give him a follow. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. The College Basketball Experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Give us all a follow there. And if you can get over to iTunes and give us a five star review, we'd certainly appreciate it because that's essentially how we get paid. Sponsors always check that stuff. They want to see if people are engaged talking about the podcast. So please help us help you. It takes two minutes out of your day. So do that. And uh, yeah, check out the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast. Check out the. Uh, I don't know. NFL, like I said, NFL gambling, MLB gambling podcast, NBA gambling podcast. It's all out there for you folks. Go, go check it out and get the SGPN app for free. You'll have access to all of that. Also, maybe you want to come talk uh, Baylor college hoops or Baylor college football with us sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. Our discord channel has a ton of people always talking uh, whatever the games are. It could be a uh, ping pong match going on in, uh, in Belgium. And I'm sure that we got a channel there. That's going to cover that. So check out all that good stuff. I feel like I'm just rambling here. Folks can't wait for the season. This is the college basketball experience. Baylor bear style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Fight for your life.